Welcome to Coffee with Sellers. I'm Mike Bryant, founder and CEO of Prime Seller Solutions. We transform e-commerce ownership from overwhelmed to overjoyed. We believe that every e-commerce business owner should enjoy the freedoms that come with entrepreneurship. Stick around at the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Welcome once again to Coffee with Sellers. I'm your host, Mike Bryant. Today, I have Yosef Benhamida from HumbleSecretSupplies.com. Yosef, welcome to Coffee with Sellers. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, great to have you here. First off, we've got to get to the important details. Are you a coffee drinker? I I have been drinking coffee uh, lately, quite a lot, actually. So I've just been trying to <laughs> wean myself wean myself off and going a little too hard. I hear you. I hear you. It can be easy to do. <laughs> it can be easy to do. Well, well, great. So, so, Hey, give us, give us some background. How, what was your origin origin story in e-commerce and uh, yeah, we're, we're, what got you here to where you're at today? Yeah. So uh, I, I, let's see, I went to college at UCSD in 2006, stopped, dropped out of my fourth year in 2010. Uh, I really didn't know what I was doing, uh, but I spent a lot of time gardening Okay. For years, I was gardening plants, and there's a lot. There's a big like uh, industry for fertilizers and nutrients uh, when it comes to plants. Absolutely. Uh, and so, anyway, I learned a lot about that, and I came up with one product that I thought was going to be really good, uh, based upon the knowledge that I had from the gardening skills that I that I developed over those years. And I actually, I didn't. This was like right when Amazon started coming around. Or do you mean in Amazon or e-commerce in general? E-commerce in general. I mean, it it yeah. it could be part of that, but yeah, e-commerce in general. So I took I took this product that I made, and I had a friend make a website, and it was in ZenCart. Oh yeah, yeah. He said, look, throw up a video of the product right on the front, which a lot of people these days use it as like a VSL on a video yep. at the very top of a, of a web page. I just thought, look, let's just make it right at the top. Let's put a video of it. Um, I can't remember if I was saying stuff in the video. I think I might've been talking in the video. I think it was a video I filmed that uh, it was like a buy now, it was a product and buy now. And I made the product and that day or that week I sold like one bottle. And <laughs> I made four more bottles and I sold those two over the course of a little while, but I hadn't, I learned about Amazon through, I had a friend that was, uh, he had a company called ZipBuds. He had this company on Amazon and this is a long time ago. This is like a decade ago. And okay. I was asking him questions constantly. And then my brother uh, told me, well, do you, have you ever heard of Amazon FBA? And I, you know, I didn't really know anything at the time, but I went, you know, uh, I ended up getting it registered on Amazon and, uh, these were these were the wild west days of Amazon. This was 2013-ish, yeah. 14. And so I read through the I read through the rules too on Amazon uh after I got my product on. And like I said, I didn't know any sales were gonna come from this. So you know, you're doing these things and you have no idea what's gonna come from it. Um and this was during the time when you could give out a free product for a review. I'm pretty sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, I read, I, I had a, I set up like a feedback genius account or a seller labs account. And then I, I created the automatic, automatic email, uh, templates to a request to be able to give out a product and get a review. Sure. And then eventually I started getting a few reviews every day. 
And then that's, you know, once I got to 100, 200, 300, um, you know, sales started really coming in. And then, uh, you know, there's more of the story than that, but that's in terms of. Uh, sure, sure. What were the what were the what would you what would you call the struggles in that in those early days? Um, because we we all get we get the we get the starting, we get the ending, oh, but a lot of times we don't get the the middle, the messiness yeah. in the middle. Yeah. I mean, you have to be uh, somebody asked me, I know, you know, I, I get younger kids sometimes ask me questions and. Uh, as small the thing that I got through, uh, I mean, they asked me, well, what's my, what am I best at? And I said, oh, I'm best at surviving. <laughs> yeah. I'm best at surviving because it was, um, it was so, it was so rough to go through it all. You know, like, I don't really realize what I had to do to go through it all. I didn't have any money. Uh, you know, I was doing, you know, you're doing these things that you think is going to work. Uh, I almost had, not only, not only did I almost at one point I gave up my, I only had a, I had a car, like a BMW okay. and I had, I, I basically, I, I came to the point eventually where things weren't working and I had to beg a friend to give me a loan on the car, $5,000 loan. And literally if I didn't get a, the, the money when he gave it to me, I would not, I would not have had a place to live and eventually if yeah. i didn't if it didn't make it work out i wouldn't have a car i would have given up my last asset too uh sure. so I, I had to go i had to go the distance you know i had to i had to be able to say well look this is my last this is my last chance or else i i'm not gonna. i always thought i could fall back on tennis teaching so oh, okay. i had to go all, all right. in i had to go all in i had to go to the point where there was no return yeah commit 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 <laughs> yeah so and that was that, and those those really were your only two sources of potential. I'm not even saying they were income at the time, but but that was the the, the from what you're it sounds like what you're saying is that you were making some money, but it wasn't much yet. No, I was living off a small amount of savings and credit card Got debt. It. So, and then uh, I, I was and, like, I was buying and selling stuff on the side to put into okay. the business. But, yeah. Was was the so so with the the products and you were making those products? I was making them. So I was making them in my 500 square foot one bedroom apartment uh, <laughs> UTC. I was mixing, blending, uh, like the formula I made in my bathroom. I was like and um, and filling it in a pneumatic a filling machine in the main bedroom. And I was living in a small little area in the living room, and uh, you know. You yeah. were committed. Yeah, you were committed. It, uh, yeah. Did you did you run up against any issues with uh, when you did go to Amazon uh, and FBA? Did you run up against um, issues with hazmat or anything like anything along those lines being a chemical? This is a long time ago. It wasn't the the restrictions were a little lighter back then. Sure. Uh, we run into that all we run into that now uh, lately, and it takes actually lots of. I mean, we run into a lot of issues on a lot of products sometimes because they're. Yeah. But we just have to continually, continually, continually uh, message and send emails and uh, you know get through cases, and sometimes they don't agree. We have to reopen and we have to figure it out. Uh, so we don't really have too many hazmat things, but sometimes their automatic systems will trigger yep. things, and then yep. we have to we have to spend a, a unlimited amount of time fixing fixing yep. what they think is a problem. Right on. Yeah. No, I've I've I haven't uh, found that 
with the products I have uh, in my Amazon business, but there are occasions when when randomly you get this notice that that your products that have nothing to do with it, but they have they have their their bots doing their work for them. So I I, I can uh, feel your pain, shall we say? You know that's just it happened so many times. At first, you freak out, and then you just get used to it, and you realize yeah. you have to just hire someone to to fix the problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's I think of it much like the uh, uh, some of the credit repair companies that that it, it's it's you're not hiring them to get your money back. You're just hiring them to repair the problem that went on. Yeah, right? they repair. Yeah, it's the cost of doing business. Uh, and especially in the, in the, in the, in the market that, that, that you happen to play in. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a few things that, that they can flag and stuff and you have to work through it. But I, I know right another buddy who's also doing FBA, but he complains about it a lot. And I just said, that's just the, the cost of doing business. <laughs> right. Right. No, that's so true. It's so true. So with that product, uh, and let's go back. Cause it, 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 and as you, and maybe, maybe for the, the seller today, who might have to deal with a similar challenge that you have in terms of what made, what, what do you think made your product take off in terms of it, it? It was this, you made a good product. Obviously you made a good product. Um, but what else, what other factors do you think went into it at the time? The, I was doing a little bit of advertising. I was doing some advertising on Facebook and it was okay. during the time where, you know, all these companies, they bootstrapped and or went really big on Facebook ads really quickly because the ad cost was so cheap. Now yeah. I didn't actually yeah. know what I was doing and there were kind of a lot of restrictions advertising in what I was doing, but I could just boost posts and get a lot of engagement. Uh, right, right. And so I would routinely ask people, well, Hey, how do you hear about me? And, you know, they said, oh, we, we learned about it on Facebook and then we went to Amazon and bought it. So sure, I, was, sure. I, I didn't know how to advertise on Amazon at the time. So I was doing it almost oh. with no advertising. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> you can't go wrong that way. One way or another, you were, you were doing some advertising, but it, it, but it sounds like you bootstrapped it pretty, pretty well there. Um, what advice, what advice would you have uh, today for, for that e-commerce business owner who's, you know, uh, maybe early those early go back to those early days that you had uh yeah. in terms of um what it is that you felt like you had to do um and well what just some general advice i think that it, it, something that comes to mind your your mind that if you're talking to somebody today it's like no oh, i'd definitely do this today what's your thoughts if i could go back and start everything over i would have started of course i i chose the market which i knew the most about and i just kind of went with the flow but I see a lot of other people in choosing a better market, a bigger market and and, an, and a platform advertising friendly market. So, uh, so something uh, like a lot of people do weight loss stuff these days and sure. there's still restrictions with what you can say, but just some sort of large market where uh, you can go a little bit bigger. There's more customers. There's not, so it's not so niche. Um, sure. Do you think, do you think, cause I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of niching down, but th it also gets to the point where that's a relative term, right. In terms of yeah. uh, how big is, it, how big is niching down? <laughs> I, I would, I, I mean, I, I mean, just because if every, if every single person can use it, 
it just makes the pie so much bigger personally. I've had problems. I've had, I mean, maybe it's an advertising policy and just, but, but uh, it's, it, I'm in a kind of a really small market. Yep. Um. So yeah, I personally, I would prefer to go after like a big market, like, you know, uh, people eat, eat, like eating food. Oh, eating sure. Like it's like every single person is your possible customer. That's true. That's yeah, true. It, but it, and from there you can there you can niche down to taste and I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Totally. Yeah. If um, so, let's fast forward to today. You're on Amazon. You're on. You've got your own site. Um, what's your mix? In terms of sales. Yeah. Yep. Percentage wise. Amazon does more, but when, when the market's going well, probably uh, sales are probably split in half because we also okay. do like wholesale orders, commercial, we make products, uh -huh. we make products for other companies. So the website is not, not uh, it, it's not um, like a retail uh, site only, but it's more of a salesperson also to help uh, get uh, to make, uh, to make products for other companies or to just sell in bulk. Sure, sure. Sell, so sell. Let, let's let's put yourself in the shoes of a of an up and coming uh business uh owner in the e-commerce space. Um what did you do or what would you do to finish an hour earlier every day to help give you back time if you're thinking, pay, if you're sitting pay, pay someone, give up some of your money. Give up some of your money and pay someone. Where did you start? I started uh, doing, I did everything myself. Yep. Hired, in terms uh, of, uh, let me rephrase the question. Where did you start to offload? What What was like this? Oh, this has got to go. I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, well, you know, you reach a point where you can't do it. You can't do any more in one day. You know, you're making the product yourself. You I know, I know, I know, I know sellers who, you know, they're, they're, product researching and and doing all that but yeah you were you were making it you yeah you were yeah. the epitome of that uh of created the, the the whole company so what when what, what was the go for it yeah go ahead when money started coming in and i didn't i i you know when you when you don't worry about money as much that's typically the time to start giving it up to yeah right growing. right uh i didn't i didn't raise any money i didn't really have any any other investors and they still don't. So you just have to, you, you know, if you want to grow something, you just have to give up money yeah. and, yeah. and, and uh, get some people to do. And all I looked for was just somebody who could just do, just would do exactly what I said. Yeah. Cause I, I, cause I already knew I was like, like, I just need somebody that, that will just listen to me smart and I need their brain and that will do exactly what I said. So I just made a part-time listing on indeed. Okay. And started very, you know, and I, I, I interviewed like 30 people. It took me a few months. The, uh, the great debate is, uh, do you go overseas or do you just stay uh, local? Me, local, you, I guess you could say either, either truly local or within the U.S. or California, whatever yeah. you'd like to look at. So, so I meant, so I was hiring always like little, uh, like people on Upwork or uh, yeah. Odesk. It was Odesk back then. Yeah, right, and, right. Or Fiverr. I was always, uh, but I mean, your first real person, uh, you know, in, in, um, like, in, like, in, like, person not, not uh, online or something that you get. Uh, what, what, what was your question again? 
Uh, just did you go uh, overseas or did you stay local? Local being U.S. Let's like just call for, it. For, for like a real person that you. Yeah, have, yeah, right. That's like yep. No, no, no. I, I just posted. I made a posting on Indeed and maybe Craigslist. I think I was just Indeed and just okay. did like pretty interviews and ended up just running into a, a pretty smart person who is still with me to this day. That's great. And it sounds like it, it because of that 30 interviews, it was a persistent process for you. It sounds that like was, you. Uh... That was that was the hardest one. That was the hardest okay. one. The first one always is, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you want to find the right one. This is your time. This is your money. And you want to find that right right one. So, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, well, you know, I appreciate you coming on, Joseph. Um if somebody wants to learn more about your products, uh, how do they? How can they reach you? Uh, they can just type my name into Google. I have a personal website. It's just my name, YusefBenhamida.com. I have we'll get that in the notes. Yeah, I have an Instagram. Uh, it's typically what people use these days. Great. Well, Yosef, I I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's been a, a pleasure. I love hearing your story, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, talk again soon. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Mike Brian here. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee with Sellers. If you're an e-commerce business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit primesellersolutions.com. Look for the podcast link at the top and get signed up there. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to a friend or post it on Facebook or LinkedIn. If you know somebody who would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Coffee with Sellers. I love seeing your posts and great suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. Make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote this show and mean a lot to me and the team. Want to know more? Go to our website at primesellersolutions.com. That's primesellersolutions.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.